night when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is deadly. So now is the time to let the horror you know in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. This is your host, Trent. I'm Ian. I am also Ian. And I'm Darren. And that's right. I'm actually hosting the first time in a while. I don't do this real often. I know. I know. We couldn't be more happy, buddy. (laughs) You guys look it. I appreciate it. As I have got this gun to your kneecap under the table. (laughs) Host it! (laughs) This is actually, I believe, our 40th episode. Is it? I think that was a kazoo. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you because I don't know any better. Is 40? Okay. Solid debate here. What's over the hill? Is it 40 or 50? Because I've seen people celebrate. I heard 60. 60. Oh, really? Yeah. It's got to be more than 50. I guess it's it's whatever you want it to be. Whatever decade is coming up, you're over that hill. I remember seeing like in Hallmark, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40. Yeah. And nifty 50 and 60. You just shit your pants. So I think 60. Well, when you think about it, what's over the hill mean? You're halfway through your life. So halfway of 40 or twice of 40 you're on the 80. I think you're halfway there. Which is more of the average lifespan as opposed to like living, a, on, a, <laughs> living on a prayer. Halfway there. Yeah. Over the hill means it's all downhill from here. I feel like I'm over the hill at my current age of almost 36. You've been over the hill since you were 12. <laughs> this is not inaccurate. <laughs> well, we've all been running up that hill. That's all I got to say. I hate that song. <laughs> Well, I bring it up. That road too. I bring it up for a reason because I bring up forty for a reason because in episode fifty, which is coming up in how many weeks, Wells? Ten. <laughs> is it technically ten? Suppose for I mean, us, assuming we put out an episode a week from here on out, like we have done, something like that. Episode fifty is coming up. We'll and say ten ish. We're no math majors. We're no math majors. Ma- Means is married to a math yeah. teacher. So a math. he's married to math. I'm married he's to married math. To he's math. math. Yeah. But anyway, math, our, what a bitch. Our fiftieth right, episode is gonna coincide with Means' his 50th birthday. Oh, that's true. That's oh, coming no, up. Too. Oh, it's not. No, it's oh. not. That's that's not too far behind though. Oh, is that not where you were going with that for real? No, I'm doing an early plug and getting it oh out of the way. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, our fiftieth episode. <laughs> it's gonna fall on the same week that our film festival that we've talked about a little bit so far. It's gonna be the same week. So. We'll color me embarrassed, first of all. <laughs> Means will not be fifty. We'll color yet. me bad. <laughs> so. I do want to sex you up. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know. What I'm a sexy forty nine year old. It's the name of that True. festival. He wants to Trent. sex me up. The festival, and everyone who listens to us regularly should know. But just in case, it's called Ozfest. <laughs> Maybe one year we could get Ozzy. We're no, br- but no, it's the horror. Back, back the van warp tour. The horror yes. at the Ohio Film Festival. There's going to be horrors at the at Ohio. The Ohio. Horror. horror. Oh, there could God. be some horrors there. I got excited. I'll be there. But, I hope um, girls show up dressed like horrors because that'd be awesome. We're going to yeah. have that merch it's a costume party. We're going to have merch. We're going to have deck. costumes. We're going to have films. We're going to have. Are we? Can we not dress up as horrors? I will. I'm definitely dressed up as. I might dress up like one. Yeah. You know, whatever. So. I'll do whatever for this team. October 21st and 2nd, right? I believe. Yes. So the week, we don't know what we're doing yet, but we're going to do a special episode to coincide with the film festival and our 50th uh, episode. So maybe it'll be like a live thing. Maybe it'll be, I don't know. Apples. Yeah. It means it's 
Means is already playing with some of the product oh. he's going to be selling at the film festival. He's got a rubber nipple in his eye right now. Do we know that that's a rubber nipple and not a real one? You don't. It's pretty indistinguishable, honestly. So. I thought it was an oatmeal raisin cookie. <laughs> I thought it was chocolate chip macadamia. With just, one, with just one raisin in it. White chocolate macadamia. <laughs> one raisin perfectly in the center. Yes. It's got the texture. In so there. anyway, mm. Horror at the Ohio Film Festival. Look it up. It's on our social pages and everything. And we're going to do hopefully a special 50th episode. Once tickets go on sale, out. we need to get everybody to buy one quickly because I, I expect it to sell out. Yeah, we're going to announce so. that very soon. Just like I said, follow us and the horror. Or wait, follow horror, you know, and horror at the Ohio. There's two different socials. Follow them both for all the info and you'll stay up to date. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So now that that's out of the way, and before we get to our episode, Mr. Wells, so graciously, as he always does, provided us with a shot. Explain what you brought this week, buddy. What we have here is a lovely Tequila Rose strawberry cream shot, brought to you all the way exclusively from the liquor store on Walnut Street. Just like Tequila Rose. So I'm going to try it. Not to be confused with the whole thing. Not to be confused with the Yankee Rose. Delicious. I am not a tequila I was going fan. Kiss it doesn't even taste like I'm not okay. even. I hate tequila the most. I puked so bad. I have not drank tequila in almost 35 years. No, no, no. This tastes years. like It tastes like strawberry milk. Yeah. It tastes like, like strawberry, strawberry milk. Yeah. Or milk. Strawberry. Well, I'm, I'm like lactose melted intolerant strawberry too, so ice cream. We're, we're <laughs> tastes like a, a strawberry dairy product. <laughs> just He's going to puke either way, guys. Just get We got to give the people that noise. I don't Oh my god. I am I am creeped out for the people. That's how they know it's going down. All right, here we go. Cheers. Oh, Cheers to what? Cheers. A, you're too far away. Shot. Cheers Back to tears for off. fears. <laughs> right. Let's take over the world, baby. I don't know why, but I couldn't help picture the nipple coming. <laughs> My God. It's because of the milk. Wait, ready? Because of the milk and because hey. of the tiny Uh-oh. Little... He's taking a shot, a milky shot off shot. the nipple, people. Take a picture. Oh, this is happening live on the a, Horror You Know podcast. The, take a picture of the milky slits over here. There Hold it on. is. I'm not ready. I'm ready. It's going down. It's smooth. <laughs> just look at that. You drip. should but make. You just, you just can't get much better than that. You should make koozies with nipple tops. <laughs> and we could sell them at the means. <laughs> oh, this is so gross. <laughs> the the act or the, the liquor itself? The, uh, Ooh. It looks like he has a slice of ravioli he's about to put in his mouth. Oh this uh, moment of shame in history has been brought to you by the Who Are You Know podcast. Okay. Now that we're all a little loosened up. At least things are getting really fucking weird really fucking quick. Not, not as bad as you thought it was going to be. Wait, you don't like that? horrible. Oh. You don't like that? You don't you like ice cream? You can't taste the tequila, though. I couldn't. You don't like ice cream? You're I don't eat ice, ice cream. I don't. No, I don't like drinking milk. I cannot. I honestly like can't look at you and imagine that you make that face. You can't drink that, but you'll eat ass. <laughs> ass. Fest. Me a question. <laughs> I'll eat ass. Eh? Okay. You guys want to know what movie we're talking about this week? Oh, we're we talking about a movie this week. Eventually. I thought we came to just take shots and. I'm going to leave that up to people's imagination, what Suck I do in my private name. life. <laughs> or just send in some questions. To tweet at us. Yeah, if you guys... We'll do, a, we'll do an AMA Okay, wait, Ask before we start this movie, <laughs> since we have a lot of time, let's play a game. Oh, okay, okay, Jigsaw, let's do it. 
Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Oh, Everybody at this table. Ian Ian Trans. <laughs> right. No, no. It's fuck close. Mary Kill. Okay. And kill then fuck. Kill then fuck. Necrophilia, right? Oh, okay. Oh shit. Who us, are our choices? Us four. Go. What? <laughs> oh. I was joking. <laughs> Apparently that's real. Are we answering or are the listeners gonna I would <laughs> they're like, they're if, like they don't, hey, if they don't know us after 40 episodes they're, like, I don't know they're what like, like fuck Mary kill can I just fucking kill them <laughs> that, yeah I would I would fuck Ian Torrance Wait. oh okay I would kill them fuck Ian <laughs> <laughs> I'd marry Trent and Aww. I'd just kill myself fair enough mm. <laughs> missing out on a life of wedded bliss if you do that I thought you were gonna give us like three actual like, I think I feel better that he actors. chose to kill me then fuck you. He did that yeah, just before you, you could do it to him. You won't be alive. That's so. right. I'll, you had I'll to be, be proactive. As you're floating up to heaven, <laughs> no. as you're ascending okay. from your body. I got, I got a real one. <laughs> I got a real one. Okay. F. Mary Kill. Let's go 80s hairband girls. Janie Lane from Warrant's wife, which was Bobby Brown in Cherry Pie Video. We need visual cues, everybody. Cherry Pie Video. She's the one... Crawling on the car, right? Nah, you're thinking White Snake. That's oh. Tawny. That's my second one. Tawny Contain, okay. Red Ed. Okay. Yeah, I can't keep up with all this. Hold on. Bobby Brown. She is my Tawny Contain. All right, yeah, here. Here's Tawny Contain with David Coverdale from White Snake. Oh, yeah, that's him. She was in the video. That's Bobby Brown. Hold on, I got a better picture for you. And. Stephanie Seymour from the Guns N' Roses videos. Oh, shit. So, F. Mary Kill. Starting Dave, with you. I've already forgot who the, what their name is. I guess are. I would marry Bobby B. F. The other one. Donna Gatane. Not that one. The I'll first kill, one? I'll kill that one. Steffi, Steff, <laughs> I'll Stephanie kill that Seymour. One. Why'd you sure. say it like that? I'll, I'll fucking kill her. I can't, <laughs> remember, that I can't remember all the names. Tawny, <laughs> Tawny and then Stephanie, right? So you would, you would kill Tawny. Yeah. And you would F Stephanie. Yes. Those okay. are my final answers. All right. I am going to marry Bobby. I am going to... F Stephanie. I'm gonna fuck Stephanie. Whether she likes it or not. Um she probably would. And Tawny, I'm going to I'm going to kill Tawny by fucking her to death. <laughs> yeah, you didn't specify how no. good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Wills? Uh I guess marry the Bobby Brown chick. Uh fuck the blonde one. And kill the other one. The redhead? Yeah. I was riveting I would marry Stephanie Seymour because she had the most money. I would kill Connie Tawny Katane because she's hot, but she's also crazy in real life. Mm. And Bobby Brown's a drug addict, so I'd fuck her and then leave her. He has all this 80s inside oh, information, though. A we drug addict, huh? So you her, could do like her a, and Jenny Lane did drugs, <laughs> hardcore drugs. You could together. do like a lot. How of, could you let me marry the drug addict? I, I'm okay with marrying If her. you don't know him, you don't know him. I mean, I'm just I'm just him. saying, like, are you doing like a line of cocaine, like a line of blow off her ass? or? 
I don't do that's drugs. How, I don't do drugs. I mean, I don't either. But in this scenario, like if I if I, I could, was going to, I do would cocaine, eat a bowl. That's I would how eat a bowl it. of sugary cereal off her ass. Ooh, that's kind of the same. That doesn't even make sense. Fruit the milk loops. would roll right off. The cereal wouldn't like you wouldn't be able the to eat anything. The bowl would be there. The bowl oh. would be there. Spoon. Yes, spoon. Then her ass is just a table <laughs> at that point. Well, wow, it's a bowl. It's a delicious bowl. What are we here for this week? This is a weird no opening conversation <laughs> for a movie about a girl who was abused. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I got quiet. It's a great segue. <laughs> that's a great segue. It got very quiet. Damn, I got silent. Ooh, got because, silent that's right, if you pay attention to what you click on, you know already we're talking about <gasps> Silent House. Oh, I yelled it, sorry. Silent House. That's right. The 2011 film Silent House, starring everyone's favorite Olsen sibling. That's right, I said it. Mary L- Kate. No. Oh. oh. Old Lizzie. <clears throat> Old Lizzie Olsen. Old Lizzie. She, she goes by to her close friends, which I consider myself one. She doesn't consider me that, but I... Don't care what would she you, thinks. Would you? I consider you call her, her my girlfriend. I think she goes by Lizzie to like close friends, but Elizabeth Olsen, the great Elizabeth Olsen. I can't believe she wasn't on our F Mary Kill list, and we're literally talking about her. Mm. I would do all three to her. Uh, you will not kill. Why her. would you kill her? <laughs> get I her will money. not allow it, sir. I would get her, get her money. Fun fact about I let Elizabeth you torture Olsen. Wells, and then oh I would kill God. her. I would not torture her ever. Unless you wanted me to. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, we're getting arrested next week. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen, Silent House. Fun fact about that. Silent House was her first film that was ever released. I say released. Excuse I don't me? think it was her first film that she ever okay. filmed. I think it was the first one that oh, ended up oh, actually getting oh, okay. released. She was in that one. Uh, there was a couple that Mary, came out. Mary something. Some, Mag- Mary Fuck Kill. No. Mary Macy Marcy something yeah yeah and like four names. it came out the she same was year nude in that movie she was mute nude uh, she was a mute no she was not oh yeah oh, she's been God. nude in a few movies she was what you guys are blowing my mind Mary right Macy something Marlene what, Wells where you going buddy what, what? <laughs> I'll be back yeah so this came out in 2011 I think that movie you're talking about also did but this one came out early in the year and I had no idea she was in this movie but I was very excited to see that she was it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this movie this is a remake have you never seen it by the way I don't think so it, it is a, a remake foreign film wasn't it it's a remake of the 2010 film from Uruguay called La Casa Muda which translates to The Silent, the Silent House, House. Yeah. La Casa Muda Casa Muda. Did any of you watch that? It wasn't required viewing. I, only, I, I watched it the, just, to, good. just to compare. It was good. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Really we're going to oh. mention it. I wish you would have said that we were going to. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, we're going to talk about the 2011 one mainly, playing. but okay. I am going to mention the, right. the original because I did watch okay. it. But anyway, I picked this movie, like I said, because Elizabeth Olsen is in it. But also I thought it was maybe a little bit different than kind of the stuff we normally do. We do a lot of serial killer stuff. We do a lot of uh, what? I, th- I thought he was vaping at first, and then he was like deep throating the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing this week? We're doing some weird stuff this week. Yeah, in my defense, I do weird stuff every it's week. Okay, that's what we do. Nipple shots, talking f Mary kill. We ripped off another podcast, didn't it? I'm sorry. But Mary, I don't care. Mary fuck kill. Yeah, everybody does that. Yeah, everybody does I don't think have one podcast. Does. I feel like yeah. a lot of people do it. A yeah. lot of people fuck Mary and kill people. Yeah. In real life. Wells. Wells. Yes. Look at you. He's, never he's not married yet. He's never married anybody. It's the last one on his list. He's, <laughs> he's done the other He's two. married to the game. 
That's right. The murdering and slaughtering and selling their organs. So Married to murder. That could be the name of my documentary. <laughs> Anywho, we're in 2011. We're going to talk mostly about the American version. Okay. America. And like I said, I picked Fuck it because yeah. I like Elizabeth Olsen. I thought it would be, I thought it looked like, I thought it would be a movie that, like I said, we don't talk about this kind of stuff a lot, which I'll be honest, before I saw this movie, before I ever watched it, I actually kind of thought it was a ghost movie. That's what it kind of, you all agree that that's kind of what the advertising made you believe this movie was? I don't know. I didn't see any advertising. Yes. Uh, it did lead you toward the, you know so advertisement for that movie when it first came out trailer so. just the anything trailer synopsis led, even. yeah the trailer definitely led you down the haunted house path yeah so. i had no idea what which, i was getting into and i which didn't know she was in it until i pulled the movie up to watch it and i was like hold up is that my girl we yeah, won't say we won't say too much about it yeah we'll get there but yeah i thought uh i just thought it'd be a fun movie to do it's and on top of it turkey. all it's my wife practicing <laughs> her turkey calls upstairs so you just call her my a jive man. turkey no, 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 no. Jive turkey. Don't, nobody no. called anybody a jive turkey. He called you a cocksucker. <laughs> Nobody's calling anybody a JT. <laughs> all right, anyway, back to Silent House. The main reason I wanted to do it was because all over the like poster, the DVD cover, all the promotional items, it says right there above the title, inspired by a true story, or inspired by true events. I'm sorry. So I was like, perfect. We'll do this for the podcast. It was a neat movie. It was interesting. Surely there's a cool true story behind it. I'd be curious to know what it is. Because I was thinking, like, even horror movies that are based on true stories hmm. don't always advertise it. But the one, So the ones that do, you would think there must be actually a really good story behind it. Right? Am I alone in that? Well, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not alone. I we've covered a lot. I mean, we've covered a lot of movies on this podcast that aren't blatantly, like, forward about being a true story. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, based on a true story and inspired by true events, like... Yeah, I know there's things, a difference. You know what I, mean? I know there's a difference, but I just thought, okay, there's got to be something cool here to Which look at. Which is up. funny because like people will see something and be like, "What did it happen exactly like that?" It's like it's based on a true story. It's not going to be, but there's word still for something word. there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not going to be word for word verbatim exactly what happened in, in real life. That's kind of yeah. where my mind was, or so I thought, because as I've told you guys before, <laughs> I was going to do this movie like what a month ago or something. I talked I about think it was doing actually it. a year ago. <clears throat> a year ago. <laughs> That was about how long ago it was that I watched it. But I went to do the research for this movie. There's nothing out there. Really? <laughs> Barely anything. I'm going to obviously tell you what That's I could because find. because everybody in the house was silent, right? Everyone was silent, apparently. Yeah. It was a silent night. <laughs> they ain't saying nothing. Because although the film's marketing campaign, as well as the promotion for the original film, The Silent House, states that it's inspired by actual events, the specific events are not entirely known. Okay. Well, that was a bit of a downer for me when i went to do the research for this well is it a real story i searched up and down google <laughs> you're the young people's chains mm. you're yeah. jane yecker it's the end of the episode you guys can just tune out. oh first. okay disperse what i kind of gathered was that this story was kind of famous for like not actually having a story it's kind of how <laughs> famous it, for not having a story well like how are you going to go out and say this movie is based on a true story and then there's not oh well there's no actual details to the story to back it up <laughs> um i heard it from a friend who <laughs> According to the director of the American version, Laura Lau, she and co-director Chris Kentis were told when they were approached to make the film that it was just based on an occurrence in Uruguay, though the details were left ambiguous. And this is a quote from Laura Lau. When we were approached to do the remake, the first thing that we were told, 
aside from the fact that it was a single take, which we're going to talk about that too in a little bit, was that it was based on a true story and that the true story had to do with something that happened in a village in Uruguay in the 1940s where there were dead bodies and apparently incest was involved. Mm. So. You did say insects, right? Insects. There were spiders, crickets, beetles. Yes, as well as incest. Oh. Could have been insect incest. Oh. I don't know. Ants getting down with, other <laughs> with their ants. ants. <laughs> and uncles. Yeah. <laughs> the only like kind of the only thing that I could kind of find that was even worth really mentioning was from a YouTube channel. And I'll give this guy some credit. It's from a channel called The Graveyard Shift. Is anyone familiar with that? No. Okay. Nope. So there's this guy on this Graveyard Shift YouTube channel. He goes into the most detail of anything I could find, which kind of made me wonder. I was like, where the hell is this guy getting his information? Like, I literally searched up and down through Google. And well, this he was guy, there, of course. Well, that's kind of... So I'm like, there were no sources on his video or anything like that. So yeah, I'm not trying to like bash this guy. A bunch guy. of hoopla and horseshit. Yeah, like saying? maybe... He's like, I'm going to give this guy some credit, but everything he said is questionable to me. It is questionable. Go check out his <laughs> channel. I'm not trying to totally just like bash on the guy it's the graveyard shift go give him a like is he literally like working at like two o'clock in the morning in a graveyard just telling the story could be i don't know we don't confuse well, you that watch with the, the video. really bad stephen king graveyard shift movie because that's, that's a terrible movie horrible giant anyway. rats what about the night shift night shift the comedy <laughs> with michael keaton and yeah okay Henry Winkler. That actually was pretty That's funny. That's a great movie. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Johnny Blaze. I forgot about that movie. That's a great movie. They they become, try to become like... Like pimps, pimps. basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is based out of like a... Or like a they work at like a morgue, don't morgue, they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? There you go. Go check yeah, it out. Fucking Michael Keaton had that... Remember he had Speaking the tinted windows? They were, bodies. they were smoking weed. Yeah. He was like, what's this? The cops could drive right by. They don't know what's going on. We got teenage girls in here. <laughs> Gosh, that movie is so funny. I need to go see that movie again. And then that man became Batman. You know what? Truth. Don't go check out Graveyard Shift. Go check out The Night Shift instead. It'd be time better Great spent. Movie. Great movie. It's, it's much better than uh, Graveyard Shift. Anyway, have you, so, have you ever seen that movie? Just side note, uh, Stephen King's Graveyard Shift. I have not, no. So no. it's actually based on a, a short story, or was it actually a book? Means Was Graveyard Shift a short story that he wrote? Yes. Okay. They made a full-length feature film out of it. It was not only terrible, it was really bad. It was atrocious. <laughs> really bad ending. Yeah. Some of the worst That's, acting had, I've ever it seen. It had terrible life. acting. The, the monster was stupid. Was it based on a true story? We could cover it on here. Actually, no. no. The no. only true part is uh, people do work at the graveyard, Jim. That's true. <clears throat> We've reached farther than that for episodes, so we could mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. something together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so here I've kind of summarized what uh, this graveyard shift guy, what he said. Just like I said, I wanted to give him credit. I don't want people to think I'm plagiarizing his video. But like I said, it was the only thing I could find that kind of went into at least a little bit of detail. So here was kind of the, his video in summary. Based on a brutal double homicide that took place in 1944 in a rural village in the South American country of Uruguay. Most versions of these events have little proof to verify the occurrence actually happening. Yeah, I'm starting to see that theme. <laughs> like the film, these real events focus on a father and daughter restoring an old home in a remote area. A few days later, the bodies of two men are found and recovered at the house. Some cases say that the bodies were missing their tongues. 
Others say the bodies were surrounded by disturbing photographs. Based on that so far, it would be easy to assume one of the bodies is the father, but who is the other? Who? No legal documentation of the murders can be found. Really? What happens to the daughter remains... Did you see it? What? The picture. (laughs) What picture? Is there a picture of this (laughs) guy? (laughs) No, it's a YouTube channel. What guy? The guy that was killed? Yeah. I don't have a picture. If you, it didn't show that in the video. No. If was you, the video just so they described the guy in the picture, but they don't show a picture of him? They don't show the picture. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why you think this is hoopla take, and take more this, shit. Take this with a bit of salt, but because, um, like I said, I find like some of these details kind of line up a little bit. The main, you know, backbone of it all, but like he has these details that are a little bit. I don't know. I don't know where he's getting his information, but. No legal documentation of the murders can be found. What happens to the daughter remains unknown. Locals believe, and of course it's easy to assume, that the daughter likely had something to do with it. So that to me basically sounds like the plot of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's unknown. Well, then how do you know? (laughs) Yeah. I can't tell him that it's unknown. Maybe he embellished it a little for his channel. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, what events is it based on if it's unfucking known but yeah, the fact that there's no legal documentation, like, okay, so I'm obviously not from Uruguay. I don't know if you guys knew that. Went? Never been. Don't know how their legal system or criminal justice system works or anything like that. I know this is, what, 80 years ago now, the 40s? So, I mean, I get so, that. But, like, I feel like even cold cases, there should be something, right? Like, there should be some sort of... Well, no, they're cold cases, Jeremy. But cold cases still have more, like, they facts and evidence to than go on, what yeah. this is. It's just... No names, no cold, like evidence. Like supposedly the pictures were left, but like no pictures of the pictures. Like I mean, it just so seems they very weird to me. Bodies, but they don't know what happened to the daughter. If the daughter was involved, this was the only thing that I found that actually included a daughter. Which is why I say it sounds exactly like the movie's plot. So I don't know if he just kind of was. Are you looking it up over there too? I'm, you trying I'm to fact check me? I'm looking for anything. The only thing you're going to find is that Anything? there was a murder of two people in Uruguay in the 40s, and some to. accounts have the photos listed, which I think is interesting, because that does tie into the movie, obviously. Might have to go on the dark web to find something. So, I don't know. Let's theorize, guys. We don't have a lot of factual stuff to talk about. Let's theorize. Do you think this was a real crime? Do you think that maybe this was just like an urban legend that kind of passed its way down in Uruguay and... This to me is sounded like an urban legend. I feel like if I was a prosecutor, I wouldn't have enough to make a case on. Because I don't feel like there's enough for us to know that something's going on. I mean, think about, I'm not trying to dog Uruguay, but American law enforcement was not very advanced in 1940. And I I, I get that. (laughs) I get that. Exactly. You'd think that there would be like, I don't know. Something more than just, just uh, two dead bodies. You would think it would be a story. If it's a passed down story, there would be a story to pass down. Well, and that's but why there's none. There's <laughs> no breadcrumbs to lead to that crime at all. It sounds like. That's but why we I know think... they found these bodies. But there's like, what was the no original? Kind of evidence what was there? the Uruguayan movie called again? The Silent House or La Casa Muda is the La Casa. La Casa. Muda. And actually, at the end of that movie, which, again, this is probably fake just for the movie, but they had, like, a little, like, blurb at the end, kind of like true story movies do. And it said at the very end, six days later, police found the mutilated bodies along with some disturbing photographs. Okay, so that kind of tracks still. Despite overwhelming evidence, it wasn't possible to finish the investigation. Again, this is from the movie. It's probably Overwhelming not true. evidence. That's what uh, the movie said. 
Eight months later, the case was completely closed. So, I think it's in probably an urban legend that maybe is just popular in Uruguay. But, here's the thing. The original movie was made in Uruguay. You would think if this was some popular legend that was maybe kind of exclusive to that country, that there would be more of a legend to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like something happening in this small town and us being like, right? oh yeah, I heard about this. Oh, what are the details? I ain't got any. So how's a crime going to take place in Uruguay? Even if it's 80 years ago, how's it going to be this urban legend that everyone knows about that maybe gets passed down, but then when you come time to make the movie, you still don't have anything to like... So you're asking, how's it going to be? How's it going to be? Yeah. So <laughs> Nothing? You don't know that song? I don't think so. That's a great song. His third eye apparently is very blind, very blind. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like Doctor Strange. <laughs> Why did it splash? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, going back to the Uruguayan urban legend theory. Okay, okay. Here's a quote from the director of that original film, Gustavo Hernandez. So someone asked him, the silent house is said to be based on a true story. Can you go into this a bit more? And how, or how and when like, did you? No, he's like, nope. <laughs> exactly. I, I saw this quote and I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Going straight to the source. Can you go into this a little bit more? How and when did you first hear about the story your film is inspired by, and how does the truth and the fiction differ? Here's his answer. It is inspired by a murder from the 1940s in which two mutilated bodies and a number of disturbing photos were found inside a country home. We get that. That's the only thing you're going to find out there. Yeah. Based on the... shit, does it? Based on the event... This is the rest of his quote, which is actually kind of neat from a movie standpoint, but... Based on that event, we reconstructed the possible last 80 minutes before the murders. So I was like, okay, that's actually kind of a neat starting idea for a horror movie. Like, let's take this event that we know that happens, and let's kind of make up a story that led up to these events, like in real time, the last hour of this person's life or whatever. So, I mean, I thought that was kind of a cool way of approaching a movie. But, I mean, like, this Uruguayan guy, this Uruguayan film director, Mm -hmm. and the story exists in his home country. And that's the answer he gave, which is the same as every other account. So, means so, apparently found something else. Well, it's not much more. He's cracked. I found it's a uh, it's on a website called tequerembo 2030com It's only twenty twenty two. And How it's it, this is a Uruguayan website. Are they so eight I years ahead of us right now? <laughs> I had to translate it, and then it it talks about how it was based on a real event that occurred in nineteen forty four when an in an old country house, more specifically in the town of Godoy. Oh, you've got a town. Godoy. I couldn't even find a town. G-O-D-O-Y, well, Department of Tacuarembo. The bodies of two men who had been tortured were found with terrible signs of mutilation all over the bodies. The case was never solved. It remained as a horrific enigma of the Oriental Red Chronicle, and ultimately it became the raw material for the script devised by Oscar Estevez in coordination with director Gustavo Hernandez. In this way, as a pretext to form a hypothesis about what happened, the plot focuses on the tight fiction of a couple of characters, father and daughter, who are going to refurbish a remote house in the interior whose owner was practic- has practically sold it. A brief preamble with the owner works as an introduction to the claustrophobic nightmare, blah, blah, blah. It goes on to talk about the movie. But it sounds like it's just based on literally one account of two men in a town who'd been found tortured with no kind of nothing 
Nothing to find out who or what killed them, like who killed them. Who Apparently there wasn't a... So then that maybe begs the question, do you think this is such a popular story because of its, like... Just a mystery that mystery, two yeah. people two people were found. It's, it's like that guy that they found in Australia. I don't know if you heard of that guy that they found in Australia with that thing sold in his pocket. It was like a name from a book. And that he, sounds familiar. And he was like lying on a beach dead, and people thought he was drunk when he yes. went out to the beach, and he ended yes. up just being this dude that died, and they think somebody poisoned him, and they think there could be espionage and, and Russians there's involved. A whole, there's and all a whole kinds mystery of shit. on that, too, isn't there? So, yeah. I believe that's also on an episode of that show I keep trying to get you guys to desperately watch, that BuzzFeed uh, mm-hmm. true crime. Um, it, they're done doing that now, but you should go back and watch some of those episodes because they talk about shit just like what you're talking about, and I think that was in an yeah. episode. So, I mean, I, I really think it's probably just a crime that happened in the 1940s you know, this country probably didn't have a lot of law enforcement at the time. Well, you know, what we didn't say. have a lot. It's always a mystery. So. <laughs> Not what it seems to be. I don't know. Yeah. So I know you're trying to over-explain that there's nothing there. Let's just <laughs> let's just. There's say, nothing there, guys. So you're probably thinking, there. why are we doing an episode on so this? You know why? Let me ask you a because question. Is there anything there? There's does the movie there. does it say based on a true story or just based on actual events? Inspired by true events was the actual wording. Okay. I mean, it was a true Inspired. story that two men were died or were dead. They um, were died. They were died. <laughs> they were they died. died. They, they were died. But and then died. They died. So pretty much, <laughs> they found they the mutilated. Found these two mutilated bodies and just. The no bottom line is. The bottom line is, I was hoping there would be more of a story there. I was disappointed to find out that there wasn't, but I was so invested in it, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do an episode on this anyway." Because honestly, I thought it was a neat movie, and I thought we would spend most of the episode well, discussing the, the movie. movie. Because I thought there was a lot of stuff that we could break down and, and talk about with it. So, yes, let's move into the movie, everyone. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. I'm going to start by reading the IMDb synopsis, because we talked a little bit earlier about how the trailers were kind of misleading about this movie. So here's what the IMDb synopsis reads. A girl is trapped inside her family's lakeside retreat and becomes unable to contact the outside world as supernatural forces haunt the house with mysterious energy and consequences. Does that sound like the movie you all watch? No. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Sort of. And maybe it was intentionally misleading. That's what as was to, going on in her head. It was something to, supernatural. Hey, 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 hey. We're not talking about the ending yet there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give a spoiler warning for this 11 year old movie he was Tarantinoing it he can't help it so yeah. just kidding well no I, I agree when I first saw the advertising for this movie <laughs> we talked about this before I thought it was more of a ghost story haunted house story it had all the makings of that oh, Means is doing like sleight of hand magic with his rubber magic nipple, with nipple. <laughs> but then when I got into the movie like maybe 10-20 minutes in it definitely seemed like more of a <laughs> bravo bravo <laughs> there's there's nothing in my hand <laughs> definitely not a nipple oh man people can't anyway, see this besides silent just... house <laughs> what are we talking about this week we're talking about the movie now stay stay with All us right. means but anyway yeah once once the movie kind of got going a little bit i was like okay this is more of a like home invasion story than a ghost story yeah. would you all claim it kind of agree with that a little bit are you talking about when the movie 
Are you talking about when the movie actually got going? Yeah, like 10 or so minutes in. I was like, okay, this isn't really a haunted house story. This is more of a, a home invasion story. I mean, that's kind of what yeah, I thought. Yeah, because they like, kind of lead you in that direction with the dad being assaulted and having the gash on his head. And, and there was definitely somebody there, like either somebody's in the house living say, there or the following her. Or like, <laughs> somebody get the cheddar? I didn't see any of the promos or anything, so I didn't like have any idea of what I was getting into watching this, but probably from the moment that girl showed up on the porch, I was like, something weird's going on. Like, I feel like that. I felt like that girl was probably dead. Maybe she was like having visions going on at some point. Oh, is that what you thought? So <laughs> I thought maybe it was a psychological thing going on. Please ignore it. As <laughs> well, I since you I thought said- I thought Forrest Whitaker and Sean Penn was going to show up at some point in the movie and just start whipping people's ass. It just seemed like a home, a weird home invasion movie that would star them. <laughs> or Sean Penn's brother that always yeah. plays the cop, Chris- Christopher Penn. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Buddy, Forrest Whitaker's in like a couple of those movies though, just randomly with his lazy eye. Well, let's get into the ending then, since Ian already kind of broke the ice and and mentioned psychological. I, I didn't get home. Fuck invasion, you, fuck you, no, man. No, it's fine. It's you didn't get. Whoa, you didn't get a home invasion. No, I didn't get a home invasion feel from it. Not even like when, uh, like I said, when uh, when the dad was laid out and she thought she heard noises down the hallway. You're still thinking. Ghosts what about when she away? saw the bed in the basement that made you think people were probably living in that house? That's true. No, okay. no, still nothing. Okay. I never saw any yeah. advertisements, but when I watched the movie, I actually watched the Uruguayan movie first, and it still felt like a home invasion to me. Yeah. So let me ask you though: Did you like what ended up being the case, the ending? Did you the twist, if you will? I don't know if I'd call it. I guess it was kind of a twist. Ending. It was definitely, it was definitely a, twist. a twist. Um, did you guys like that, or did you all think it was? A I did cop like out? it, even though I felt like that's where it was going for most of the movie. You kind of foresaw that coming. Yeah, I just kind of felt like it was something going on in her head the whole time. Which is, which is what happened. Yeah, she created the ghosts. I thought that the she way they did the it intruders. was really good. I know. So one of the like trivia things I read about this movie was that it was one of three movies from that year that got like an F cinema score. Like, people really hated this movie, and I think it was because of the ending. And I think people get mad when they have that cop-out, oh, it's all in her head type of twist. It's like a... Which I kind of get, but... It's like, like fucking Dallas and what's-his-name waking up in the shower after he got shot, and it was all a dream. Yeah, the, it was fuck. all a dream. It wasn't the really TV real. TV show Dallas. Oh. Anyway. I you were talking about the Dallas Cowboys. No, Dal- the show <laughs> Dallas, like, pissed everybody off when this guy got shot. And then a guy wakes up and it's all a who fucking shot, dream. Who shot JR? Yeah. Right? It was all a fucking dream. And like all of America was like, fuck! It's bullshit. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I I see it. I see people like getting. I mean, I just looked up online. Like, there's a whole, like, 20 articles dedicated to how bullshit that movie was. Silent Hill? Yeah. Really? Like fucking hating it, hating on it. I mean, I it's get like it's a, it's a cop out, you know. It's I like, get in principle why they would hate the idea of it, but then, like I said, I think they did it really well because it wasn't just like a all in her head thing. It was like she had repressed memories and trauma from going back to this yeah. house, yeah. and it made sense that she would, you know, that it would bring back these memories and kind of manifest in like ghosts. Or some even said maybe she had like DID and she had like she would switch from personality to personality where she would be scared while also simultaneously trying to get a revenge on her creepy dad and uncle. 
So I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I'm not gonna say it blew me you away. You thought it was cool. The ending where you find out that the dad and the uncle are diddling her. That was not cool. No, that was diddling. that was disturbing. But I thought the way they did the movie and the twist was cool. I'm with Ian. It, it didn't like. I'm not gonna say it surprised me when it happened, but. I mean, at a certain point, yeah, like you see that kind of coming, like when the pictures are like they're constantly trying to hide the pictures. Well, that and then she shoots someone and it like either they disappeared or it went right through them or something. Yeah, the guy that's coming up the steps. Yeah. Like so once the freaky stuff started happening that didn't make sense, I was like, okay, like, but like I said, it's too late to pivot into ghost story now. So it's probably in her head. But but she ended up shooting the uncle, though, right? She, I don't yeah, think she shot him, he had too. the he had the bullet wound. Oh, Maybe he did. she stabbed him. Did she stab him? I think with the uh, scissors or something. Well, I'm talking about the guy coming up the stairs. She might have yeah. shot the uncle. I too thought later. I thought that was supposed to be like a mislead, like oh she was shooting at this spirit, but it was really her uncle she shot. Oh, maybe. And then she drug him off. No, okay. <laughs> it was like a month or two ago that I watched <laughs> this. I've I've already forgotten, but anyway. If you guys want to discuss the movie anymore, say so now. Otherwise, I'm going to move into another topic. Well, I I think the movie was interesting because of the not actual single take, but telling That's what we were about was, ready to get into. Oh, You want to talk right. about that? You said we're done talking about the movie. Well, I okay. meant I guess the plot and stuff. But no, right. let's talk right. about that. Yeah, Go. that was next in my Go. notes here. Go. Because I feel like this movie's big draw, and it was kind of the thing that I knew about it going in, yeah. was the fact that... Like the tagline says, it's 88 minutes of real fear captured in real time. Because as Means just said, it was all made to look like one, it was done in one long, uninterrupted shot, which the original did that too. So we'll talk about that in a minute too. But uh, obviously it was not done in one shot. It was probably done in probably 10 to 15 minute takes. Mm -hmm. And there were invisible cuts and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah, the one, the old done in one take method. Let's discuss it because this... uh, this isn't the first movie to do it. Fly away. It didn't invent it. There's been a lot of movies that have done this, some of which are Birdman. Have you all seen that movie? <laughs> 1917. Did you all see that movie? Nope. These all came after no. this movie, though. After this movie, yeah. Yeah. But even a lot of horror movies have done this trickery, uh, going all the way back to the master of suspense himself, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, he might have been the first to actually try it with his 48 film Rope, which Rope. I'm sure means is yeah. probably seen. I own it. So, let's talk about this. What do you guys think of one-take films? Is it a good way of storytelling, or is it just a gimmick? And specifically for horror movies, do you think it works well for horror movies like this? Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I think it worked in this example, because it brought it brought tension to the movie that wouldn't normally be there if you had a regular filmmaking setup with like scenes and fade-ins, fade-outs, stuff like that. I think... Uh, it didn't go overboard with the handheld stuff to make you sick. It wasn't like, too much handholding. <laughs> but uh, it, it definitely, uh, I think that was the best part of the movie. It was the, was the filmmaking aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, the storytelling was all right. The ending didn't blow me away, but it, it actually like was kind of surprising a little bit to me. I wasn't like Wills and could see in the future. How do, you, how do you do that, buddy? I don't see how you like didn't start feeling like something was weird when that girl showed up on the porch. 
Well, that's the beginning. I, of the I watched movie. this movie twenty years yeah. ago, though. That's what, or like that's whatever. What I said way at the beginning. Ten years ago. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Wait, you though. looking into the future. But wait, though, yeah. Like, why would why would a, a person showing up raise alarms with you? She was Make supposed you to be your friend. It's in her I mind. Told you all because it just felt to me like it felt weird because she like didn't remember her at all, and she's all like. Fair enough. She just keeps on going on about, oh, yeah, we used to do this and that. And she's all like, oh, you've never had a friend come up to you and be like, yeah, Ian. And you're like, you're looking at this, him and you're like, what, I don't remember you what, at all. Now, wasn't I just telling this man a story earlier about how he uh, he asked me to go out the night <laughs> after? And he had no idea what I was talking about. So he's probably not sure if I'm real right now. <laughs> what if this podcast is all made up in Will's head and we're not really here? <laughs> he's in a bathtub. None of right us are now. here. <laughs> Wakes up in the shower. Yeah, he's just like oh, the shower this, or the bathtub. This well, podcasting yeah. stuff's so fun. I'm sorry, guys, but that's just how I felt. I can't explain to you that's any right. more than that. But right. I just felt like something was weird. You're an intuitive movie. Well, watcher. I watched it. Like I said, I watched this movie like ten not, years not ago much or the better. Joking banter. Are you? Well, it came out eleven years ago. So. Eleven. Yeah, it was like I literally bought the first one. The year it came out, like the one from Uruguay. And then I bought the second one like a couple years later, already knowing the story. So when I watched this Americanized version, there was nothing new to the story really much. Ah, cheating. But we'll, cheating. <laughs> we'll compare those in just a second. I want to get the uh, one take opinion from these two. Did you like that it was done in one long shot? Did, it, did you care either way? No, I, I thought that was unique. I thought that was different. I think it was good for what they're trying to do here because you said the whole movie was supposed to be the last few moments of what happened. That's what the, the Uruguayan director said of his version, which again we'll so, talk about in a minute. But they yeah. were basically carbon copies of each so, other. So yeah, I, doing the one take definitely made it feel like just one big moment throughout the whole movie. So did it create more suspense for you, like being there with her and experiencing everything as she experienced it, kind of thing? I would. I personally think so because like she's supposed to be trapped in that house, right? And this is all events happening within like half an hour to 45 minutes well because it's, yeah. it's, hour and day, half, it's daytime yeah and then it transitions to night mm-hmm. and you can see literally the sun going down through each shot because she's in the house daytime when she gets out the sun's going down i will say i'm i'm really confused as to when she escaped the house through the cellar uh why there were two paths and she chose to run right through the bushes <laughs> not sure what that was about because there were clearly Two empty paths she could have run down. <laughs> Bushes, they'll never catch me in here. <laughs> like somebody's going to be chasing over the hatchet. I'm like, fuck. Bushes, my only weakness. A thorn bush. So I'll... that part was weird, but it, it it goes with what I was saying, that you could see the sun starting to go down. She sees the apparition um, <clears throat> and then the daytime. She gets in the car. They're driving back to the house. By the time they get back to the house, the sun is almost completely down. I mean... I feel like that is to go on your theory of it's just a one shot within. Uh, you said hour and a half. That's what I meant by like 15, right, 20 right. minutes. The only thing I don't like about the whole thing, the plot setup was I don't know how old she was. It seemed like her dad seemed a little young for having a daughter that age. I'd say 21 but, or 22. Yeah, maybe, I mean, supposedly. He, he looked maybe in his 30s to me, late 30s, early 40s. Seemed a little young. But my point is, in 20 years, she never had anything that would like trigger these flashbacks from her uncle or her dad. No, but that's what just I, the house. I, I guess like that's supposed to be like the trigger point right there. Is like she 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 like suppressed all these memories and everything, and kind of like like I see what Wells is saying. The girl showing up was kind of like ominous and like out of nowhere. Like where the fuck did she come from? But at the same time, like. 
They hadn't lived in that house in God knows how long. Why was all that stuff still there? Yeah. It just did to be as a, like it was to me full. it would, it was it would have made house. more sense if the kid was like fifteen see, or see, something. I was like, did nobody got that. Damn it! I didn't hear. I was talking full about house. It. Joe. I said it was a full uh, house. Olsen everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no shame. So I just feel like she was too old to be getting these kind of flashbacks. And I, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know how this really well, works in real life. And I don't know it how seems old. Hokey I don't know how old that you she get was when they that far. I don't know how old she was when they filmed. Maybe she was supposed to be a teenager still. I don't know. Wasn't I have to look up first, how old Elizabeth Olsen is. Wasn't that the first time that she had been back to the house, though? In I like 20-something years? Yeah. But all I'm saying is, like, when, when you go through trauma, I don't. I guess it can manifest any time, right? It can. You could suppress it for so long. You just manifest any time. So I could be totally wrong on this. But, you know, we all go through certain traumas when we're, we're little, you know. Probably not on this scale, but it seems like just having a house trigger that when she was around her uncle all the time, it seems like that would eventually trigger something. (laughs) I would, I would think, I don't know. Yeah. I just, that seemed weird to me that it all just got triggered in this one night. I don't know. I, but we can't we can't really say we know movie. that though because it's literally a movie. We only got moments no true, of her life with no true story behind it. Very little, <laughs> very little in the true story. I'll say to finish up the discussion on the one take method. I do think it's probably better suited for horror movies like this because, I mean, I saw Birdman. It was a, it was an all right movie. I thought the one take in that was kind of gimmicky. Yeah, like it was cool how they did it. And I saw 1917, which I really liked that movie. And that, I thought the I thought one shot in that. I think 1917 is one of my favorite movies that came out that year. One of the best war movies Jeez. up there for sure. Because the way they movie. the way they achieved the one shot in that was awesome. But again, did it's it really a, improve that's the a good story? story too? Yeah. I mean, that's so. I think in horror movies, it's better suited because there's more suspense and it does yeah. put you there with the person and you're kind of experiencing. You're, you're not knowing what the you're there going with on. the character, not seeing what they're not seeing. Yeah. Kind of cool. So, like when she was under the table in the bed, and or was it a table or a bed? It was a table. I thought it was like a pool table. There was a I bed at one point. Then there was a table. She, I mean, that, she was under a pool table. Yeah, that makes it feel scary because at one point right. she's under the pool table. There's like the curtain hanging over it, but and then, when she flashes back, you hear the actual balls clanking off each other. And no, I'm not talking about her dad and her uncles. <laughs> God, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the pool. I was going to say. I tried clanking my balls off you guys once. It did not go well. Yeah. I was going to say. The, my husband had brass balls. I got those old man balls, too. So. <laughs> not the balls. I was going to say the, the, scene with the, uh, the scene with the camera. With the camera flashes. I thought that was a cool scene. That was a cool scene where she lost her light and was using the camera to light yeah. up the room, and that was another scene. Takes you back to Texas Chainsaw directly yes. from the original. <laughs> Real quick, Maybe we'll wrap up here in a second. But and I know you guys didn't watch the original, but I just figured I would compare the two for a second because I mentioned earlier they are uh, and contrast. We'll contrast them a little bit okay. too. We'll contrast because there compare was a couple contrastings, contrast. but they were mostly a remake. I mean, it was the same plot. Same, you know, one shot through the whole thing. But anyway, in La Casa Muda, it's the same setup. A girl and her dad goes to this old house to fix up, and and he gets like knocked unconscious, and or actually no, he gets killed mm-hmm. pretty early. In that oh movie. Yeah. So that is that is a so contrast major right there. Difference in the because he, 
he dies pretty early, and then she goes through the well, whole house trying to it. figure out what's going on. Probably but there are a lot of the same now. shots <laughs> when she runs out of the house and sees the girl. That's in that movie. The Polaroid camera shot was in that movie. One of the neat differences, though, in this movie was that the little girl... Wasn't Elizabeth Olsen. It was not. Oh. In the uh, original, she gets impregnated by... He's not her uncle, right? Oh. He's just a guy whose house they're he's fixing up. Yeah, he's like a friend of the dad. So a creepy uncle. He's basically like an uncle, but not like a blood uncle, I don't think. I don't yeah. the subtitles were not great on the version I watched, but she gets impregnated and they kill the child somehow. I don't think they ever oh. state exactly how, but anyway. Doesn't matter. But anyway, that's who the little girl is supposed to be in the Uruguayan version was her child that was killed. And so but anyway, it ends up saying she kills Where did the, you watch this? It was a shady website. It always is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I asked. It's the only way. I don't know unless I want to run it. Was it a year website? It might have been. I don't see how this motherfucker has any money in his bank account left. So shady, he can't even tell us the name of <laughs> it. I signed a voucher to never speak the name it's of this website. One, two, three <laughs> movies. You if even you know must it or know. you don't. <laughs> he always gets those things. Your Amazon account has been hacked. Please click on this website. Well, to... I don't know why I keep getting hacked. I don't, don't do it. Never been hacked weird. once. Thank you very much. Not I yet, anyway. That. Give it time. Shouldn't have said that. But anyway, so I thought that was an, an interesting difference in the movies. And she does kill the uncle, quote unquote. He's not really her uncle, but she kills him in the end. Whereas in the American version, she lets him live for some reason. Thought that was odd. And the girl was supposed to be obviously her as a young girl in that movie. So mm-hmm. a little bit of a difference between the two movies there. The difference is in this one, she was an American girl. She was. Means what did you think of the American girl? The two movies. You've already said that you liked the original one better, right? I, I like the original one better. Um, I think it just had a better plot. Like it it just, the actual flow of the, the uh Scenes were better, and I think it had a better plot. It I was thought the scares under- were better. Some of them the scares too. were better. It just seemed more understandable and relatable as a horror movie and a thriller. This one had, you know, like you said, the uncle lived, and they tried to get you to feel a little bit of empathy for him because he was like, "I didn't yeah. want to do that." Kind Fuck of, that guy. guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Gosh, should have killed him. So yeah, and actually, was the was the dad. No, he was in on it. Never mind. I don't know what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, that was like the major jerk in this. In the American original version. one I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was in on it. Yeah. But it was the friend that was the creeper because he had like all the pictures. There was actually yeah. other girls, I think, that he had too, in, in addition to the main girl. So, but anyway. The pictures were creepy too. I like that whole vibe of the Polaroids, bringing mm-hmm. it back to like a serial killer type thing, keeping trophies. and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, there were good. there were a, a lot movie. of things would that I, were, would I recommend it to watch every year? No, I could probably watch it one time in my life and be okay. Yeah, I agree that there were things in the original I liked better, but I mean the American version had a lot of stuff that I preferred. Elizabeth Olsen is just a better actress. Were you yeah, saying that about the that. original? She's or just the, a good actress. Yeah, the Elizabeth Olsen version. What? That you could just watch it once and be fine. Both. Uh, yeah. Okay. If you've seen one, you pretty much Silent seen the House, other. I don't really want to ever watch again. Like I literally own it, but it, this is the first time I've watched it since did I've you, owned it. Did you watch it again for this podcast? I did. Or? I did. I did. I told him I did. 
like a I month ago would be when a, he chose it. Right. I think it would be a fun movie to go back and watch once you know what happens, just to kind of see if you could pick up on the breadcrumbs. No, like you know, when you watch a movie with a yeah, twist, you yeah. want to go back and watch it and see if it actually. It ain't no sixth sense. I'm just no. saying. I'm not it's gonna not say like it's, yeah. I'm it's not, not say like it's got a, a lot of cool breadcrumbs. And I can watch Elizabeth Olsen for just an hour and a half and just be fine. I don't care what Wait, she I want to listen. A movie wanna, or like you could just watch her? I could just watch her. It doesn't matter. Dude. You need to watch that movie I was talking about. Uh, the one with like four names in it? Yes. Marcy, May. Martha, Marcy, Martha. May, and Marlene is the name of the movie. And it's on Hulu. So Ooh, go nice. watch it on Hulu. And I'm pretty sure she's nude in this one. So She's also nude in Old Boy. Mm-hmm. Was that a Spike Lee joint? No. That's Old kinda... Boy with uh... Josh Brolin. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna also say a remake. Just... That's a remake also of a, a remake. great, great movie. The Josh Brolin movie is not so good. It's all right. It's all right. But the original <laughs> Old Boy is so fucking good. Let's go. You guys want to watch a good Elizabeth Olsen movie? Wind River. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a great movie. We talked about doing that, did we not? Because that's based on a true story. Th- yeah. Old Boy is a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, is it? Myself. It's horror. Sorry. It's a thriller. It's not a horror movie. It's more of a true crime I'll watch story. It. I'm about to just start it's going Jeremy, through a whole like, film It's got catalog. Jeremy Renner in it, too. Ooh, nice. Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Right. Unless, uh, oh, wait. Did you say Wind River? I'm sorry. I was. Mm-hmm. That is a good movie. I've seen that. I've thank seen it thank you for mentioning that is a good movie. Go check that out. I've seen it three times. Uh, unless anyone has anything to add about Silent House, do you guys want to rate it and wrap this bad boy up? Yep. We're going to start with Torrance. <laughs> I hit my mic again. Torrance. Torrance. <laughs> I would give this, I don't know, like I, I thought it was a 6.5. He liked it. I was going to say 6.5. <gasps> Trend. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. <laughs> yeah, six point five. I just yeah. Sorry, I jumped in there, but go ahead, Wells. Uh, There's no wrong answer, buddy. Like a, I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. Okay. Six over here, buddy. Six. Seven for the uh, original. Six for the remake. Seven for oh I didn't rate the original six and a half for the original probably six for the I'd remake. give them both six point five honestly because they they both had things I liked they kind of balanced yeah. each other out a little yeah. bit so that's that's my my opinion I think they should have been a little more bloody well if you want blood a little more blood <laughs> you got it you got it <laughs> I almost broke out into song but I didn't why not I don't know they're not ready for that. <laughs> Should Come have. to the horror at the Ohio. Maybe we'll have like we a are ready for karaoke that. night or something. Take us to to our We've had Tom Jones and Meatloaf recently. Oh my gosh! On vacation, the first resort I stayed in, the bathroom had a album and picture of Tom Jones in it. So every time I took a shit, Tom Jones. The bathroom I was in had Tom Jones in it. He was just he just stared at me singing. What's new, Sharon Means? I almost took a picture of it and I forgot about it. <laughs> but I was in the bathroom a couple of times and Wolf Tom Jones was staring cats. right at me. <laughs> Love Tom in Jones. His, in his curly maybe sexiness. If we talk about him enough on this show, maybe we could get him as a guest. Dreams. 
What does he know about horror? Maybe nothing. I just want you all to stop talking about me. Stop I don't my name when Stop you have a podcast me on that show. <laughs> She's a lady. Stop it. Well, <laughs> I will sue. That's all I've got on Silent House. I've already mentioned the horror you... Well, this is the horror you know. The what horror else the you Ohio. got? <laughs> Go check out the horror at the Ohio Film Festival. Shandy's getting to him. Or maybe it's the... And go check out the Horror You Know merch. It's still out there. Go buy a shirt from us. Why not? Why are you looking at me, need, Trent? Do you want me to buy a shirt? The, we need to start putting the links up again because I don't think anybody knows where to go. I don't even at this point know where to go. Oh, I don't <laughs> It's our merch store. We have no idea. I haven't checked that merch store. Oh, you guys store keep like plugging the merch store. Where do I go buy it? Or uh-huh. you can come meet us in person. It's on, on Spring October 21st. Take one of our shirts. 22nd. And we'll have that merch. Oh yeah, our, and we also the merch table, not like off of our backs. We also well, maybe will that be too. well that. We also will be at the Drive-In Massacre in Shelbyville, Indiana, on October. Wait a minute, what 13th. is that? Driving. I've in. already I've already sent stuff out to you guys. No, I'm this. saying like, is that an event or is that like is that your way of saying you're going go to a drive-in? <laughs> it's a two-day camping event at a drive-in in Shelbyville, Indiana, and they have like. 15 movies, I think, in two days. It costs 25 bucks to get in for the weekend. You can camp on site the whole time. I remember you mentioning this. They have like, uh, this is a, this is we're all, actually going to get a booth. This is so. all great, but where's the massacre part come in? And then Darren comes in with an axe. <laughs> the massacre <laughs> part comes in if you don't get approved to get two days off for this. That sounds like a threat for me and Wells Yeah. Hey, I'm down to like camp that weekend if you guys want to. Anybody? I've been trying to get people to it camp. It sounds like a good time to me. Just take tents. We'll set them up. Nobody ever wants to camp Trent, with Trent's me. having a baby that weekend, though. So. We want to camp with you. It's a baby. I was going to say Trent's pitching a tent right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a baby. Get out of there. <laughs> Get out of that tent. It's the tiniest tent I've ever sold. Oh. Uh, it's a pup tent. I don't want to wrap it up on that note, but I guess there's nothing left to wrap say. Your tent so. up. Uh, you wrap it up. This has been the horror you know. I'm he should have wrapped it up. <laughs> he would have been <laughs> pregnant over there with his wife. I'm Trent. <laughs> I'm ashamed, but I'm also Ian. In the dead I'm, I'm Ian. I'm Ian. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm Darren. The world between the living and the dead is thin. So now is the time to let all.